joining us on Heron's Home Podcast. I'm your host, Karee Robertson, alongside my sound man extraordinaire, Rico G. What's going on, everybody? How y'all doing? And welcome to the studio for episode 115. Yeah, yeah. And we up in the Back. house. Welcome, everybody. And we'd like you to join us with our guest today. Yeah, that's right. We got a guest. Yeah. It's my main man, Tyler. Tyler Perez. Welcome, welcome to the Tyler. studio. Welcome, welcome. Welcome, guys. Thank you. <laughs> What's going on? How we doing? Pretty Not good. Not a whole chillin', lot. Chillin'. We're good. We good. We up in here. We're just going to talk about some of the happenings and goings on in the world today. But yeah, man, it's uh it's that month of the year again. And I uh, I think we talk enough about black shit and black politics to uh you know, be able to celebrate Black History Month without it being pandery. We don't just do we don't just do this once a year. We do this all the time. But hey, if you're going to give us an opportunity to uh extra point out black shit, I'm with it. I am mad at it. And, um, you know, I, it's not lost on me that Black History Month was actually designed to educate white people about black history, not black people about black history, because it is the history in which we are taught what well, we should be taught, you know, in our homes. But, you know, there's there's no reason to not celebrate these, uh, you know, these times when they come around. But, yeah, I just wanted to point that out. So, yeah, we're up in here for episode 115. Um has anybody been watching anything? No, I didn't watch anything too interesting. I just watched a bunch of... Um, I've been watching a lot of Forged in Fire, basically. Okay. Which is just... Um, it's uh, it, it's a forging competition reality yeah. show. Is basically oh what it is. no, but I fuck I fuck with that shit heavy. It's, yo. it's pretty dope. I fuck with it's blacksmiths, bro. Like, like I fell down a rabbit hole and I'm like twelve episodes deep, bro. Maybe well, even more than that. They got me when they did the whole series with the fantasy weapons, yeah, like from video games, and they yeah. made like a gun blade, and I was like, all right, what? I haven't even gotten to right. that one yet. That sounds dope. Oh, you haven't seen them? No, nah. oh, they've done like um a gun blade, my dude. <laughs> Are you familiar with Final Fantasy VIII? No, the it's okay. No, 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 Tyler's young, so I give him pass. <laughs> no, bro. just you know, in the background, I would watch. Uh, I don't know how to watch that kind of shit. No, but and um, the visuals. They're from, genuine blacksmiths. Like they, yeah. they forge shit through through fire and steel, nigga. Bro, yeah. you gotta be. If you ain't no regular blacksmith, you ain't making it past the first round because they be bro. throwing curveballs <laughs> straight out the gate. Yeah, I've watched oh, a bit They be like, yo, you gotta build this shit, but uh, you gotta use the shavings from a bunch of razors and pieces of a barber chair. And they're like, Dang. what? <laughs> like, I've never done that this before. The proper you have two hours. Let's go. <laughs> Smelting, nigga. Have you practiced it? <laughs> nah, but... Um, nah, I, I do love that show. Um, yeah, it's pretty lit. Some the, it's also one of those things where it's like it's like art appreciation, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I, I that's one of those um, blacksmithing is one of those arts that we can't let die, man. Like we don't really have any use for it in these days. But and, and now really? it can be, it can become a true art now, absolutely, because there's absolutely no practical value for it. But yeah, some of the, the weapons these dudes make are fucking because epic. and and you know what's funny is that even in the episodes about the fantasy weapons, they were I, I did see a few times they cheated and they used like laser cutting of the steel. Oh, that's it's funny. Like, or was it laser cutting or like water cutting? But it was a technique where they were using like precision cutting the steel. That's insane. You know what I mean? They weren't mm. forging it and like banging it out with a hammer. <laughs> yeah. Nah, nigga, they was cutting that shit with lasers. Bro. Damn. Like, yeah, shit. I guess. Damn, I can't wait to see that one. That one sounds lit. But yeah, interesting. It, yeah, they do um different like themes on like they I guess to mix it up for the audience they do different themes of it. They did like um 
an army challenge. They did one that was a shout out to Doug Markaita where they had to make the really short um, daggers. I don't remember what they're called. But um, yeah, little daggers. It's like, but it's like curved, kind of like a crescent, and it's got a a, a circle hooking it. Are they called kamalers com- com- or something like that? So it, it starts oh, with a K. Something. Yeah, like, so it's, it, and I only know that because there's a character in Yakuza like a dragon that uses that uses those weapons. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's gosh, the random. That's references. why it's so so dope because you get you get to see those weapons that you'd only see in video games made. And it's not just like, oh, we're making it. It's just like, all right, you, you're under like ridiculous time constraints and you're competing against someone else. And I'm going to take a hammer and bash your shit at the end of, at the, end of the testing phase. Just to see if it can Bruh, stand up. What? Yo, sometimes, yo, they, they literally like hammer that shit on a helmet to see if I've it chips the weapon. Hmm, real but, shit. Yeah, it's pretty dope. It's pretty dope. I so like you been watching anything, Tyler? You know what? What the one that I'm finishing up that I've been paying most attention to is called like a Trial Four. It's on Netflix. No, I'm not familiar with that. What's that? So I'm pretty sure this came out in like fall of last year, right? So 2020, and it's about a it's about a trial of a dude from uh, from Boston, this black dude Sean Ellis, and like in back in '93. He ended up getting convicted or he had like four mistrials is the whole issue. He ended up spending oh, like wow. 20 years in a prison in Boston. Just going through mistrials? Because of a, yeah, a cop that got killed there, a cop, uh, John Mulligan, this mm. cop. Yeah, he had gotten killed and, you know, you watch it and at first the, it's actually eight parts, which is pretty crazy too. Yeah, so it's long. So, it's a mini so series, I'm on yeah. the seventh episode. I'm almost finishing it up. And like at first I still couldn't, I can't. I can't, I have to be objective at first. I can't just say completely, yeah, they set this guy up. It's a bad trial. But it becomes, you know, so evident. And (laughs) the fact that the guy's had to spend 20 years now. And, you know, it's one of those things, especially because a lot of people love watching these, these, uh, these court dramas about historical events. And it's like, you know, it really is... It's painfully evident how it's not it's not the courts themselves that are set up against black people. It's the society and all of the presuppositions that go into the people who are operating the courts that make them incapable of metering justice to racial minorities. Like, it really sucks. And it's like, no, we're not saying that racial minorities don't commit crimes. We're just saying that the justice system is so rife with racism and unfortunately, it very rarely actually gets the bad guys. Because the yeah. bad guys are unscrupulous enough to <laughs> circumvent the fucking system. And it's just, it's really frustrating. Yeah. It's really frustrating. But yeah. Now, that sounds interesting. I haven't seen it, but the story is fucking age old. Yeah. You know and, I mean? and that's the thing. Even lately, I've been hearing more of those kind of cases. Luckily, some of them are that people are getting out, right? But yeah, those kind of things. I mean, again, people are doing 20 years and stuff for things that they didn't do. Uh, for cannabis, you know, for trees, it's fucking Oh, crazy, man. I mean, that's a whole nother type of injustice, man. Yeah. That's a whole nother type of injustice. <laughs> Scary, too. That's got to be, that's got to hurt the most right now. Being in jail for weed has got to be the most yeah oh frustrating especially thing. in a state where it's legal that's got to be the most like frustrating thing ever and you know you got states like louisiana like we ain't never letting them out <laughs> like they'll straight tell you like we're never letting them out i believe y'all things can make it legal wherever yeah, you want yeah. you can make it legal downtown from the courthouse i don't yeah, give a fuck yeah we Let's... ain't never letting them out <laughs> yeah, they make you. way too much like their whole entire fucking like uh 
state budget is balanced off of public prisons. Yeah. I was going to, I feel like theirs are so bad. They don't even show that shit on telly oh. because of all the, pri- you know, you see all the prison shows on a job. I can't even think of that in Louisiana once. Like, yeah, they're that bad. They don't even fucking pull up no, with the cameras. Nah, no, they don't want that shit out. They don't want that out in the open. <laughs> they don't want people to see that shit. <laughs> but yeah, I've been watching, I finally, like, uh, The Expanse released the, the season finale. So I caught up on that and boy. That definitely delivered, man. I love that fucking show, man. That show really is very good, man. And I hate Amazon, but boy, they got some good shows, bro. Amazon Prime delivers, man. Um, and so yeah, I don't know Let's for those who who are following the the series, it's it's definitely it shapes up, man. Like uh, at one point, one of the uh, characters, she's a belter, and like one of the mo- they uh live most of their lives on asteroids and satellites, and so. Being out in the 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 uh, free floating in space is something that's not you know crazy to them. You know, <laughs> it's part of their lifestyle. They, right, they learn right. how to operate in in the zero gravity space. But one of the most gangster things you could do <clears throat> is a suitless spacewalk, and usually that's a recipe for death. Like you step out into the vacuum of space, you're gonna die. Uh, fuck yeah. out of but adventurous fucking belters have discovered that. You know, they use a material to allow them to to survive, like, high-speed travel that, like, thickens their, their it makes their innards more visceral, their, their liquid, <laughs> so they can survive high-speed travel. And if you inject yourself oh, with shit. that, you can survive, like, the vacuum of space for short periods of time. Hey, yo, son, trust me. If you inject yeah. this shit, my G, you don't even need a space One of the characters bro. does that shit. And I'm like, yo, that's, that's hardcore. Can you imagine... Jumping out into the vacuum of space and fucking injecting yourself with some shit to survive. Fucking. Hell nah. You said they live on mm-hmm. asteroids. The only way well, I would do. ever yeah. do that is if I would die by <laughs> remaining where I am. Well, That's she was the only way I'd ever do she that. Did, she jumped out and they were jettisoning her ship. And so she jumped out the airlock towards her ship. And since, you know, there's no gravity, she floated. And right as she was about to pass out, she injected herself. So she was able to survive long enough to get to the door and she hit the button and got into the shit like yeah she was gangsters <laughs> sorry to fuck it i don't hope i hope that i'm not going to say the context but that scene was that shit was hardcore that shit i was like damn yeah, son. Right whoever wrote that shit like definitely that was a, that was a cool scene but yeah no the expanse like the character they definitely set up for season six to say the least like this damn season so, six yeah they're in season six uh going to season six but like the whole all of the character arcs actually kind of culminated to them like getting to the to the spot and then the big shit jumping off in the finale so i mean you do that when you're setting up for a season right like (laughs) you don't introduce like the 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 big baddie with everything and then get everyone suited up and in the same spot not for a season six right have you seen the other one we'll see oh yeah i've watched the show up until this point it's it's a great show and so this is like since 2014 or something like that yeah, it's back there. Yeah, yeah. I've just heard it. I feel like I mean, I, I watched, I binge watched them last year. I, yeah. I binge watched them during twenty twenty. Yeah, but the I've Expanse. never like who's in it. Mm-hmm. No, it's not a lot of famous people at all. Have to be. Uh, uh, no, it's uh, a it's an Amazon Prime original. Okay. Um, I'm not sure if the storyline. I mean, I'm pretty sure I've I've talked about this at some other point in the, <laughs> in, in in the podcast, but mm-hmm. um. I don't remember if it's based off of a book or not, but the the storyline is, is very original and the, the the plot development they did a great job. This show for for being cast with 
so few like high bill actors, I think really hit the nail. Really hit the nail. You get a lot of really good performances. Um, the belters I find are are particularly the most difficult ones to portray because they have a very unique culture. Mm-hmm. But they belters. hit most of the time. And okay, you're saying they live on asteroids. They have oh because okay, this is the, the, I'll give you a little bit of plot line. The uh, this it takes place in a uh, future uh, in which. Humans have proliferated throughout the solar system. Okay. All throughout the solar house system. Houses on the asteroid. Well, I'm sorry? Did they get the house on the well, asteroid? Well, no. I mean, there's like stations. And they build stations on asteroids. Yeah. And so they'll terraform asteroids nice. to provide resources to people who are in faraway planets where it's difficult to maybe have agriculture. Like, you can't have yeah. agriculture on Jupiter. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they've colonized Jupiter's moons. And so they have... You know what I mean? And so... Mm-hmm. The people, you know, these kind of missions take years and decades. And so people have started lives out in the um, in the belts and it doesn't really particularly pay for them to come back to Earth. Mm-hmm. And so they, you know, they have entire cultures that have developed of people who live, you know, in artificial environments because there's no natural environments for humans outside of Earth. <laughs> yeah. Sorry to say, but, Pretty cool. you know, and so, you know, they deal with things like. Being raised in zero G environments means that when you go back to places like Earth, mm-hmm. it's the act the reacclimation is horrible on them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It's, it, because their their bones are less dense, soft. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, you know, soft. Yeah, it causes wow. them to grow long and lanky, but at the same time, they don't they they suffer when they come back That's into weird. it. And now, also, there's cultures on places like Mars. So, so humans have gone to Mars and attempted to terraform Mars, and now that takes terraforming yeah. a planet takes. You know, hundreds of years. So Mars has had, you know, generations upon generations of culture that is completely separate from Earth culture that's that's developed around, you know, re, re uh, re-terraforming this planet. You know what I mean? This is a trip. America, I mean, America, I'm sorry. Earth has been all about depleting the Earth, whereas Mars is all about regenerating. So it's just a different culture altogether. It's also yeah. a very militant culture. And so it, mm-hmm. that, that also plays into the storyline. But anyway. Yeah. Nice. Just, you know, that's why I, I reference, like, the Belters. Because no Earthling, no person from Earth would ever imagine stepping outside of a space station without a suit on. It would never Hell dawn no. on them. They would they would never think of a way to do it. It wouldn't even be something. But it takes Not a Belter to do person. some shit like that. <laughs> it takes a Belter to be like, nah, space ain't that bad. We've lived out here our whole lives. We could do this shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, proximity to this. danger makes you less scared of it type of thing. Yeah, yeah. That's cool, though. It reminds me. It sounds like something Marvel would try to get their little hands in. Oh man, I don't, it'd be interesting because Marvel is going into the more cosmic um events. But yeah, how about that Deadpool thing too? I'm gonna go off topic here. Which one? You know that I heard that Deadpool is now becoming into the Marvel. It's gonna enter. Yep. Well, yeah, Nobody's he's been really in the Marvel. Talked about that. He's well, been in the in the actual Wait, in MCU the, though. In the MCU, he'll be a part of the yeah. MCU and he'll remain R rated. Yeah. I'm with it. And I'm you know what's it. crazy is that since I heard that news break, nobody's mentioned it. And I've even kind of forgot to bring it up to people. Ask. Oh, yeah. But that's interesting, right? And that's the dope. idea that it's going to remain R-rated as well. Yeah. Crazy. Well, I mean, I don't think. I, I think with as dark as the MCU has been getting, I no one's scared of the R rating, especially for mm-hmm. an established character like Deadpool. Yeah. But yeah. I am 
actually happy to see that they're just embracing the Deadpool character instead of making it just a comedy section. Because, like, I mean, yeah. every reference to the MCU in Deadpool is, is <laughs> comedic. It's comedic. Yeah. They don't take it very seriously at all. So I love I'm interested the, um, to see how they reflect on Deadpool in a serious way. I love yeah, when he's yeah, sitting on true. the different versions of Charles Xavier. I love when he's in the mansion and they're all just hiding in the room. Like, yeah. nah, we don't want to fuck with this nigga. We really just want to fuck with him. <laughs> Uh yeah, the movie's dope. That but yeah, pretty dope. Yeah, it's gonna be crazy. So yeah, that's all I've been watching. But yeah, let's go ahead and delve into some shit that's been going on. Um, there's been a little bit going on in entertainment news. Um, I want to shoot out some flowers to Joe Budden. Yeah, the, the OG Joe Budden <laughs> man. I really appreciate like the example that he sets and everything he does for the industry. But he was just appointed at uh as the uh executive of artist equity at patreon now i mean even by his own admission who knows what the fuck that that position does (laughs) but he's willing to make something of it and he's willing to utilize that position to do as much good as he can and fuck it why not that just by them not providing him a solid like a designation as what's required of him just gives him open breath to do as much positive as he can and i and i do genuinely believe that he will he's definitely i I believe treated everyone who has come in contact with him in the industry well and now he's been empowered to do that to a whole platform so i think good things can come of it and so i want to shoot him some flowers congratulations i know that's probably a big money deal patreon money is big money Hmm. patreon money ain't little money I know people. I know. I know of people who make like thirty five thousand dollars a month on Patreon. So imagine how much Patreon's making. <laughs> yeah. Shit. Yeah, that's big money. So shout out to the big dog Joe Budden. Congratulations on that move. What's man. the title again? That's all. Uh, executive of uh, I think something of cre- uh of artist equity. Director director of artist equity. Director of Artist Equity. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I can yeah. kind of understand that, though. Like, that gives you a lot of latitude to do good things for art. You know, <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. The, the, the. And so he has multiple jobs now because he's got a new deal recently doing. He's still recording. Well, yeah. I mean, he's started a Patreon for his podcast network. Okay. And has committed to producing more content on top of what he produces for free for his audience that he built up nice. from what i see so is he done doing interview stuff too is he still i don't know he might still do his pull-up series his pull-up series i hey, believe it's was, all was about the multiple revenue streams man just because oh, you got man, a new I job know, dude, I mean, you gotta stop the shit. old one jesus yeah, christ and honestly like honestly he i can't see him not i think he loves what he does I'm going to go no, out on limb and say does. that Joe Budden loves what but he does. Joe he Budden, loves talking to artists a, on interviews. He's a personality, right? Yeah. I mean, like, yeah and is, so that's he's getting paid right now to do to monetize all the things that he wants to go out and do already, which is not go out and party, but go out and talk to people directly. Do his podcast. Talk to his friends. Talk to people on interviews. Yeah. You know, direct other people on how to do it on the level that he's doing it. That was like I one of the man. Last... It seems like he's winning on that, set, that front. Yeah, that was like one of the last things I was hearing about him was people just kind of congratulating him on leaving the uh, whatever the, the Spotify the little, deal. No, the one that he was previously in. What is it called? No, Complex. I can't even think of, yeah, that whole thing though, right? Yeah, I but mean, Complex is trash. Complex I can just trash. remember, but yeah, he made the right choice, and then he ended up getting some kind of deal where I was like, okay, there you go, like you're on your way. Yeah, and, and then, then like he went the to last Spotify. I've heard of him since and then. I don't the Spotify know. deal seemed all beneficial to him. Yeah, like they didn't pay him. But he got the analytics he needed to go mm-hmm. do something else. 
which it would have been nice if they paid him properly. Yeah. Do you know how much they paid him? Um, no, but he's ranted about that. You could hear oh, him yeah, speak yeah. about it ad infinitum. So I'm not gonna, you know what I mean. I'm not gonna step on that man's toes, but it 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 obviously wasn't adequate because he left that deal at the first opportunity. Yeah. So okay. that is what it is. And then he got, he, you know, he parlayed it into this Patreon deal, which is evidently that that Skrilla, you know. Yeah. So congratulations for him. You know, the, nice. I have a feeling that that. It's a uh, it's a positive move for not just him, but the artists and content creators of Patreon, and it motivates mm-hmm. me to want to go get on Patreon. You know, I was what just I mean? gonna say because I still legit when I hear Patreon, I think of girls m- pretty much, right? Really? Yeah. I uh, oh wait, I guess like video games also, but well, yeah, those a lot of people are on Patreon. Everyone's yeah, on Patreon. Everything on Patreon. This is everything. the two general things that I think of. And, and you know girls what's funny is that and video games. I, I originally became. Content. I believe that I'm it's not mad big at you. shit. Because my that. original uh, introduction to Patreon was several years ago because um, in the Magic the Gathering community, there's yeah, a bunch yeah. of predatory females who have Patreon accounts who get the, who like cosplay yeah, and then yeah. get, and then, you know, cry on camera and then get people to donate to their Patreon. <laughs> yeah. And that's how I was intru- introduced to Patreon, which is my, which is why I pretty much was like, Ah, uh, Patreon's not a place for me if that's what's going on on <laughs> yeah. there. But evidently, Patreon has become a lot more legitimate of a platform. And that makes just sense. from my understanding. Over time, I could see that happening. Yeah, you know, you and, this, and that was years ago. Button. I think that was two thousand. I want to say sixteen, seventeen. Yeah, yeah. So that was four years ago, and a lot could happen to a company in four years, especially with with that kind of money coming in. Yeah. But yeah, so there was that going on. Um. <laughs> Before I hit that, um, last week we talked about um, the Jamaican government turning down Butch's uh, donations. Mm-hmm. Well, one of his stateside um, content distributors, Audio Mac, decided to to back him up, and not only I believe they not only donated to his charity, but put but put forth the donation for in his name. Uh, uh, the one that was denied, and so I want to shout out Audio Mac. I thought that was a real upstanding move. Definitely, I appreciate platforms that support their artists. I know it was PR. I'm not mad at it though. <laughs> it's good PR because as, there's tons of good PR that can be made on the back of black artists that is just denied. And so the fact that they're not only willing to do that but also benefit others, I'm a thumbs up. It. I'm not mad at it. I'm not gonna. You know, I'm not gonna poo poo that because. You know, it's easy to get mad at a lot of these these people for for donating for for clout. But yeah. you know, I, I don't. I feel like this was a more of a move to support their artists because that was a really a fuck move. Mm-hmm. That was a real dirty move. Um, for them to deny that to deny that uh donation. Yeah, just did you guys was, already cover that? You guys yeah covered last that, week. Yeah? yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I hadn't caught up with that. No, there was a um, there was a situation where uh, artist Bujibantan was making a donation, and his charity was denied mm-hmm. by yeah. the uh, by the Jamaican government because of his past, mm-hmm, yeah. and his criminal past, and uh, it just it was just it was really just defamation move. Mm-hmm. It wasn't it, there was no there was no real moral standing for that because he has already recompensed. He's he's 
done his time, paid his his retribution. Yeah. And so there's no reason to to con- to continually stigmatize him for that. Still trying you know? to bring him down. Bro. Yeah, you know. And yeah, and, and, and try style him. Bagwan. Yo, some bullshit, yo. Yo, it's him then. Easy, easy, Regin. No, but um, I I really did appreciate that move from Audio Mac. I thought that was a a stand up move from from a stateside company. That because was solid for sure. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, and in other tight. entertainment news, did you see what little Uzi Vert did? My yeah, man, my man. This little face. Now, now, I think that I, 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 pre- I previously commented that it was a ten million dollar. I was mistaken. Uh oh. This nigga put a it's twenty-four million dollar pink diamond in his forehead. It's Full going time. up. And now I was under the, I was under the, the, the idea that it was mounted, and so that he could just take it off and then like walk outside without, you know what I mean? Or even, even so, when he goes to sleep, he could take it off because let me tell you, that nigga's gonna roll over one night and it's gonna rip out of his forehead and it's gonna be terrible, terrible for him. I mean, it's all good. He's got the bread to to pay for the. the I know, but how much forehead skin do you have? Now, that nigga's forehead is immense. Like you've seen, have you seen little Uzi for a forehead? That nigga's forehead is out of control. So don't get me wrong. He has tons of forehead meat to give to this pink diamond. But I'm just saying, how much do you want to masticate your forehead in in the in the goal of of having a diamond of that value implanted on your forehead? Nah, I'm too old for that, bro. That's young man shit. Like that's that exactly young, damn, that's the type man, of shit that a rich twenty something year old would do. Yo, my that's nigga, if that's young man energy. shit, I'm glad to be Absolutely, old. Bro. I don't yeah. ever want to be considered a young. Well, man. to be fair, that's young celebrity shit. That's young man celebrity shit, right? <laughs> I can't compete. Well, here's my thing: is that not completely unique? Is this not a unique situation? Because okay. what? So after we get clowning, I definitely want to talk about it in such a light because I am one that is hugely a fan of body modification art. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I am a huge fan of tattoos. I'm a huge fan of of any kind of body modification for aesthetics yeah. Yeah. for for you know what I mean? That it that is expressing something that you feel you can modify your body for the better for. Whatever that means to you, I'm for it. I like that. And so yeah. in terms of body modification, yes, it is one of the most unique body modifications and it is in terms of body modifications, it's a huge stunt. Like niggas, you can't, yeah, well, you, you can't fuck with that nigga. Wait, oh, what you do? What you do? Oh, you got how many tattoos you got? How many twenty four million dollar diamonds you got? But I mean, the unique part of like he's automatically then a walking target. If he can't just remove the thing, oh, like well, what at any I've point, heard, every public then, every public appearance he has twenty four. He has to have. Um, and then how often will he actually do that, that? Because again, you're gonna get complacent. You're Whenever be he's like, in Fuck public, it. he's gotta have and security go willing out. to protect twenty four million dollar payloads. Like, not a lot of people are willing to do that. Like, I don't think your average security is gonna be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I walk with twenty four million dollar payloads, and I'm willing not to just jack it myself. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, even the security's at a danger. And here's the thing too: like, it's speculation, right? Because I mean, I've heard things people are saying about yeah, because you look at it and what the quality of it is. You know, those don't come around, and how much they cost then. Are we sure as how much that it is? Are we sure oh, that it's doubt. fixed nah, on that's there? That's not what I'm. That's not, that's no. Nah, I'm not going to do that. That's that makes me feel like a player hater. Like I don't because little Uzi Vert, Vert is definitely worth it. Like yeah, it's I don't doubt one bit that that man has twenty four million dollars and that he wasted it on mm-hmm. that diamond. Yeah, I'm not saying it's a good buy. I just don't doubt he and did it. And it's fixed. Is the other part. 
What do you mean? It's actually fixed on. Yeah, there. like he's not. He said is what I heard, right? Like I was telling you, I'm pretty sure that I heard he's saying that. It's, yeah, it's fixed on there. Don't and worry. That it can. Uh, It'll only, come off soon. It enough. has to come off. And oh so my I, God, I don't give it the too, memes. Are all amazing. the Thanos things. The Thanos, Thanos, Thanos memes are amazing. Right? <laughs> I can just see them like just crushing his. Like nigga, what did you do? You came into my hood with that, just grabbing his whole frontal lobe. Nah. Crushing the skull and grabbing all of the frontal lobe with it and just like, yo, give me that, dog. Poor little Uzi. Yeah, like, I, I that shit is like wild and practical, bro. Line. Like, like look at um, look at Soldier Boy. Even Soldier Boy started getting um his face tattoos removed. What how old is mm-hmm. like 28, 29 now? Did you see that thing it's with just, him showing him where he's like he overweight he or, or he, he gained weight? Is that what they were cool. saying? I saw like a little like thirty second clip of him. Cool. Let's say a couple of days ago, Soldiers that uh, he just mentioned, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and it was like way? I don't know. It's like a little 30 second clip. He's coming off. Of course, it's a fucking Atlanta airport. Um, and then he's getting into a car and you, know, you can just see him for a quick second. But there the whole like title was like, oh, like his manager said that he gained weight. So, <laughs> hey, you can see his face. Yeah. But I was going to say, yeah, it's about time, I guess, too. Right. He's been I mean, he's getting older. For I mean, a while. <laughs> don't forget when we first started Thrilling. seeing that nigga. What was he, 12? Yeah. He's pretty young. It's been a while. So, so yeah, it, it doesn't surprise me. Yeah, you, you do crazy shit when you're young. He's out here, though. Soldier is still ATL holding it down. I see you out there, Soldier Boy. <laughs> it's crazy. I have a funny one that I met him out there once. You met him out there once? Well, yeah, but the way that we tell the story is that he actually met us because oh. he, <laughs> like, legit. No, for real. He come you're up. You're as wild as his family. Here's the part, though. No, it is, like, real recognized, real, then. It's what we'll chop it up to, but it didn't make sense to us at the time because he come up to us while he's over here shooting a music video, and he's like, what's up? And we we're just like, all right, like, what's up? But cool, like, good to meet you. Then what's up? But it was. They thought weird. you were the Jack Boys. They were just piecing y'all up to make sure y'all wasn't about to I, I mean, roll out. Really no, yeah, I think it was just we were there. He, he could feel the vibe. Yeah, he, he could see the vibe. He, he, he wanted some knew. people to, to prop up his <laughs> ego we were real out quick. There. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, that was a funny little moment. That's hilarious. But yeah, no man, I, just, I, I, I definitely, I definitely don't want. I don't wish harm on little Uzi Vert. I just find that you, you're probably inviting some dangerous people to look after you. Um, yeah, that's fair. Enough. Like that's deeper thinking too, right? My thinking is that he's gonna get complacent. He's just gonna go out somewhere. My thing is, is like, and yo, then why he's we... gonna get recognized oh. and they're gonna try to fucking get it from him? And that's not tight if that I'm actually just, happens. Like twenty four million. That's a bad like thing. the thing is, is like, man, I don't know. That just seems so dangerous. I've yeah, seen too many fucking movies where they're hawking like rare I mean, jewels. That's why I didn't want to someone believe. That's why I didn't want to believe it though, because that number is like, well, that's too much then, because it's not that much, and you know, it's just carrying around on your fucking forehead. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to g check him on that. I'm not going to g check him. The thing is, though, he's a little bit too high profile for you to kill and take, right? And gonna, that's the sort that's of thing where it's very difficult to remove it without killing him. And do nah, you, you just, can snatch his whole forehead off. Can you yeah, you can. Oh, take you, all his you can very meat, easily die by accident in that same not, situation. Not safe no you more. can still just sell that somewhere? Somebody? Nah, it, it's not going to be That'll easy. That would be pretty hard to fence. Exactly. Very hard to fence. That would be hard to fence for sure. It's worth it, though. So, it's worth, yeah, it's worth it, though. Would you cut 24 down to eight. <laughs> 10? 8? 8 million's worth it. You don't think 8 million's worth it? I could tell you this much. I can live the rest of my life on 8 million. I know that for a fact. Yeah, there we go. I know that for a fact. <laughs> they got to be careful out there. And I, I think that Uzi, as oh, far as I know, he mostly face off does and then goes stay. fence it. And it might take me like a year or so to do it safely, but 
I don't yeah. ever. I'll, I'll be. I'll be good for the rest of my life. It would be. You should Man, you be. guys are You're talking smart. like he's going. I, n- nigga, I give that shit two years at best, and that shit's out of here. You feel okay? Like? Yeah, he's gonna take it out willingly. I think it'd be shorter stuff. than that. Too. It, it's yeah, probably not even two years. Nah, you know what it is? Is that he's gonna see his forehead sagging? He's like, oh, this is a bad idea. <laughs> My not forehead even wasn't that, made bro. to hold a fucking My nigga's gonna wash his face for like the fifth time and it's gonna be like, this is wild and practical. <laughs> this is super <laughs> annoying. Why did I do this? Yeah. Yeah. I, I hate you myself imagine taking so a shower much. With that I hate all you yeah. niggas who didn't it's, tell me this was a bad idea. It's, it's a, a super strange. impractical thing. I honestly yeah. don't see him having it for like any extended period of time. I wonder if the implant yeah. goes into his skull or is, or is it just like in the meat like how is he bracing you know, like how is that I'm thing sitting on his skeptical forehead? too that's why when I see this shit I don't necessarily you know I fuck so easy but I don't completely just believe it for all I know it's fake and yeah it just comes but, right out I mean out. why would he put that out about himself and he's just walking around <laughs> 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 Right. What you don't think he wants the attention? You know what it is? is? I don't see the value, and you're right. You're right. He could, and he could monitor. Like I just would never. Like, can yeah, you imagine? that's you for sure. But he's got. He can do a lot with that. I'm, I'm about case to blow the point, podcast up. I'm about to put a diamond case in my point, forehead. Everybody's y'all. talking about him right now. You feel me? At the very least, that's We're a success in and of itself. There you go. You feel me? You gotta like drop an album off this momentum. Drop a song off this oh, momentum. Oh, please let the album be good, though. I don't mind if he's using that promo for. I mean, but are you? Baby fan Pluto. anyway? No, not no. Okay, then. So does it matter if it's good or not? <laughs> you feel me? It's one of those I'm things. I'm open to being Uzi Vert fan. I just I don't like his music. Uzi, you can really. use yeah, publicity stunts, man. Too. You feel me? You can, you can, nah, you can I'm definitely open this. to being an Uzi Vert fan, and he just has to put out something I like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we'll move on into some more serious news. Um, oh man, did you see? Bezos stepped down. Mm-hmm, I heard Bezos that. left his position as. He's like, all right, guys, I got it. I got it. But uh, you know what's funny? I it's like, yo, Bezos is seriously the Palpatine in this shit, my nigga. Real talk. Real talk. Bezos is Not the Palpatine just in this shit. With the look. Because, because the funniest thing is, is that he stepped down from being the CEO only to become the chief executive chair of the board. Mm hmm. Which now means he is empowered to become even more litigious towards anyone who fucks with his bottom line. Because as the CEO, what's the worst thing that he could do to anyone who talks some shit to him? He literally can't do shit to anyone in the public unless they openly like try to hurt him or slander him. But the worst thing he could do to anyone else is what? Fire you? Mm-hmm. But as the, as the, ch- the chief executive of the board... He can actually bring litigation to anyone within the the company that does anything that fucks with his shareholder value. So he is now empowered to be even more powerful than he was before. Yo, niggas don't even see, yo. This nigga just, yo, I don't even know if this is his final form. Uh, but he's definitely reaching the pinnacle, my nigga. He's reaching peak oligarch. Yeah. Man. He's already got more money than everybody in the world, so and and now he has the ability to sue anybody in the fucking world. I mean, bro. to be fair, pretty sure he could have done that before he got this. No, no, position. no. He was definitely limited by. It he was sense. definitely limited by. Um. Um. I mean, I position. guess if he wants the honor of suing them himself, sure. True. True. Okay. <laughs> that I yes, I'm not going to argue that point. You're absolutely right. <laughs> he had the money to do whatever the fuck he wanted, yeah, so he could have had other people. To, yeah, he could absolutely yes. have another firm do it. But now he he is even more powerful, and and since he is the principal shareholder in Amazon, 
He's the most powerful person on the most powerful entity in the most powerful company. Because the shareholder board is the most powerful entity in Amazon. He was actually subservient to them because he was not able to do anything that would hurt their their value before. Now he runs that. Smart man. Yo, my nigga is nice. yo, my nigga is mad with power, bro. Yeah, that's a move. He's mad with power. Yeah, well, that's I such noticed... a G move to say. I don't even want to run my company anymore because I could run it better from the fucking seat of power. Like, yeah. isn't wow. that what happened in fucking Batman? In Batman Returns, <laughs> is it? <laughs> kind of. He does yeah, like this sort of. little. Yeah, he does this thing where he like takes over the board from the rest of the people yeah and he like kicks the dude out of his office at the end of the movie and shit damn hostile takeover from the nigga who owns the motherfucker yeah real shit that movie was dope when Bane put his hand on that dude's shoulder and was like do you feel powerful (laughs) 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 nigga do you feel powerful that is is such a great line that line is so dope do you feel powerful and shout out to Ben Mendelsohn because his acting was perfect oh. in that scene because he just shrunk under the dude's hand. It was such a great performance. That was yeah, well done was. from them too. But yeah, man, like people, I don't think people realize like what a power move that was for Bezos. Yep. Like, is Bezos m- capable of doing in- anything other than making powerful power moves? Like, if he, if this nigga, if this nigga walks out of his house in the morning, it's a power move. Pretty much everything this nigga does, in like Seattle, nigga going to sleep, is a power move. Wherever the fuck he wants, this nigga is um, omnipresent. <laughs> this nigga takes real power naps. Nigga, what? I talk about it. Nigga, his naps is power moves, bro. Yeah, power the thing naps. That I noticed about that was his the title. I noticed the title switch, and you know, yeah, you might see where they're dropping down or somebody's going out, but I did notice. I'm like, yeah, that looks. No, I, people don't realize legit, that, that but the, the depth of it does. That makes sense what you're saying. Yeah, no, people don't realize that the chief executive. It didn't. See, it doesn't sound like anything. Of the like, oh, he's out of here. Is more powerful than the CEO of the company. Man, yeah, and if your title oh, is more than five words, theories. if your title is more than four words, it's bullshit, bro. You're just making it up to steal power at this point. Oh, well, I mean. The more power you steal, the more bullshit. The more, your title, the more right? words you need yeah. in your title. Come on, the more titles you come need on. Are you the supreme overlord, supreme emperor, executive ruler of the galaxy, of the, or what? Of the uh, imperial nice. board and shit. Yeah, oh, like, like, come on, get out of here, bro. Skating. That's where we're getting to. This fucking guy. But yeah, Everybody's Jeff, Jeff Bezos is, is, is out here making super power moves. He's gonna start coming to work in a Darth Vader style, style helmet from now on. Cosplay. Bro, oh, that would be amazing if you came to board meetings like that. <laughs> oh, that would be so great. Oh, it would be amazing. But no, um, did you see all this other shit that happened? Uh, Rochester police pepper sprayed a fucking nine-year-old girl. Yep, I've seen it. And it, like they have them on like recording saying, hey, why are you acting like a child? And in fucking proper retort, she goes, I am a child. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we, are, have we pe- have we reached peak like oh, that's funny. peak surreal yeah, fucking that's what yeah. the fuck yeah that's where we're at right now idiocracy like, people know the date and people then, that are and listening then don't know even get it the twisted date, the Rochester the Police date. Union went on to defend him of course sorry to, to, of to course. cut no, you off no but, no I mean that's to, in line can yeah, we can we line. can we like we've reached the peak of because they do that every time they every time. Like it's okay. We've reached that point where it's not even feasible for people to try to to defend their position anymore. 
I did hear positives. I heard, again, it's negative positive, but it's like, okay, well, they're finally going to change the rule there that they shouldn't pepper spray kids. I did he- I did see that I mean, as a development. I don't really think that they're actual, that, rule, that they did that recognize that. That will be an that. appeal for decades. <laughs> they will never, they will never, ever validate your right to, for me not to pepper spray children if I have a badge on. Yeah. I maintain the position. If I have a badge, I will pepper spray whatever three-year-old you... That, that exactly. In my vicinity. Me? I maintain the position that cops don't give a How about fuck you about stop the rules. Calling me? Yeah, so the part that hit like that I can remember most that definitely hit me from it was whenever you hear his voice in there in the car, you know, the guy and like, I think it was mm-hmm. the lady that was wrestling around there. He goes, Oh, just pepper spray then. Oh yeah. yeah. Like how so they're exactly oh, just go it was nothing, whatever. Bro. It was nothing for them. It's you know, man. And they want us to respect their authority. They want us to, and and it's just because I keep in, and I keep hearing people, and and what what kills me is when I hear black people say, "Hey, but but don't we need the police?" And it's like, do we though? (laughs) Do we? Because I could have found at least a half a dozen people in my building alone who could have handled that position better. And the people in my building aren't healthy. Yeah, they're not healthy. Yeah. What well, you gotta do are. is you gotta start from scratch and read. But they all know you don't beat up little yeah. girls. Yeah, exactly. They all know you don't assault little girls. I'm sorry. What'd you say, Rico? You have to redefine what policing is in people's heads. The Absolutely. Un- but that's yeah, that's one of the things that I presented girls. is that the idea of policing, interpersonal policing, it's not a thing. We have to rethink break that up. idea. Break it up is a good or idea. Or just understand too, right? that they're interventionists. They are, we don't need police. But, but they got to break that part up, right? Because exactly. it's the, the, to be the they, person who's on exactly. and people, the person who's like, oh, that it's everything's exclusive. good and it's okay. They don't go well together clearly. And then you mix racism in with it. And it's obviously a disaster. Okay. And like they say is what the whole system was designed to do in the first place in this country. And because it, the thing it is, still is that does that the whole the whole physical part that I, I think you're referencing like there's a part where where you need someone to de-escalate a situation and you need there's a part where you need somebody to enforce to enforce a situation yes. now too, too often let, let's we'll we'll take the biggest one of the biggest cities in the country la and we'll use it as an example because it can only there's only one other city that might have a more drastic example the rest Every other city is a less severe example. And in LA, the police department deals with 12% of what, well, I'm sorry, let me reword that. Violent crime is only 12% of what the police deal with. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we really need to to rethink, well, and exactly what you guys were saying, we we need to, to have a different understanding of the role of police because if 88% of what they're doing has nothing to do with violent crime then why are we policing 88 like why are we policing that high of a percentage of people's behavior it's nonviolent do we need to police nonviolent behavior that severely and moreover do we need armed people to to police that no and my my answer would be no my answer would be no, but yeah, you're right. You know, there there is a, d- a distinction between you know when you need conflict de-escalation and when you need somebody to enforce an authority. But I think that case in point is is that a lot fewer of the of the situations require 
an actual armed authority yeah. than require an actual de-escalation and professional. And not stopping is the other problem. And so right? should we even call it policing anymore? Is what are, is what they're doing policing if the, the vast majority of what they're doing is not violent? Like, if we're not going to divest those responsibilities from police departments, then should we call it policing anymore? Because and the, was that, that a, means a minority that's national they statistic you're saying for No, no, it's the L.A. statistic. L.A. Okay. police department. LA, okay, but what I'm gotcha. saying is that L.A. is one of the biggest police departments yeah, yeah, it's a good in the country. There's only yeah. one other bigger, and that's NYPD. And I believe yeah. NYPD is actually similar. Yeah. If I'm If I'm not incorrect... There's is 8%. Okay, yeah. 8% of what Lower. LAPD does is <laughs> violent, figure. is actually responding to violent crime. Yeah. 8%. Oh, shit. Billions are spent on these police departments. Billions. So either A, we take those responsibilities away from them and then realize that we don't need to put eight or several billion dollars into these 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 police departments because they, you know, they only are responsible for really 12% of what they're doing. Or yeah. we just re re vamp what we look at policing as and it's not just policing and policing is actually a minority or 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 violent conflict resolution is a minority Mm -hmm. of what police are doing and then we should look at them as you know different types of people because we don't need these (laughs) these warriors like fucking (laughs) aiding in the capital insurrection because that's really what they're out there doing Uh, really what they're out there doing is either beating black people or aiding in the capital insurrection yeah that's ongoing still to a controversy fucked up situation you know what i mean like these police they're they're How many more examples of them pepper spraying nine year olds or fucking body slamming fucking teenagers in high schools? Like, oh my gosh, did you see the? uh, Do you guys know what I'm talking about? I saw that one. Do you know which one? The girl, the the, the (laughs) The most recent one. Oh no, the most recent one. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Okay, there's three of them. Because there was the police officer body slamming the girl in the tan jacket on the ground. It's I like miss that. Putting her face planting her on the fucking floor. I miss that one. And then there was another one where the police officer tased her in the lunchroom. Mm, I didn't in see front that. of a bunch of, of fucking or then, students in, in Florida. Did I just see? No, then I saw the first one they were talking about. I saw the one that was from a couple of days ago, right? Was that the body slam one? The that body you first slam referenced that was like out there, of control. Yeah. Like he was saw fucking face planted her. That was like a couple of days, a week ago, right? Yeah, five after, days. Then this was after the the pepper spraying, and then and then between those two, there was a cop who tased a girl who literally deployed his taser at a female, a young woman, in in the school. It was a school resource officer. Mm. Now, mind you, I'm not gonna front. She did look like she was about to punch this thing in the face. <laughs> But still, you got to be better at your job than to deploy your 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 taser against children. Yeah, that's the main thing that we got. Like, fix there's just too, too many examples. Like, how many more examples of this do we do do we need before we got to realize? Okay, we need to rethink the system. I like the whole martial arts thing too. Like, I know I've heard that from Rogan's podcast, but the mention of you know, yeah, have basic training in martial arts. Have some kind of like basic. Should have some kind of I would basic have not have preferred to see him because these people are so judo chopper. Well, no, no. So let's not do that. My thing is that they're just so. I'm sorry, but Rogan's not. I don't, I don't particularly like a lot of Rogan's ideas. I hear you, but look, here's the thing: they're just so undisciplined and uncoordinated. I know. Is what you see I, a lot. I, I hear of. the. I understand and the underlying idea of martial that, arts being implemented into the systems. If they felt and like they could defend themselves, about, they wouldn't be so scared all the time and react. We've talked about separation, are. which is yeah. initial too, right? There you go. 
But even having, let's say, your enforcers, right? Mm -hmm. It's not a bad practice for even them. But why do we need... I don't think we need police officers in schools because they're not stopping the school shootings. Because I promise you, that's that's going to cause the officers... First of all, we saw in Parkland, we saw in Parkland, that officer ran like a bitch. Yeah, it's getting That nigga hightailed it out there. It was like, let me get safe. And that's a different reality because look, when we We need to stop putting officers in schools. They're not stopping school school shootings. Even here, let's go back to our... And they're not keeping anyone safe. They're beating up young black women. More relative to our time in school too, right? I didn't know of even in like whatever kind of ghetto school you'll have security guards. Yeah, I definitely don't remember hearing if they were armed or not, but it was definitely was not a conflict even of like, you know, this school security guard had a gun and someone got out of hand and he shot a student. So like that didn't happen back then, right? As far as I know. No. Completely. It wasn't a thing. So I think at even the worst schools, you would and have I the metal detectors, I, you would I, have God, security guards. I, I am, let me tell you, so it's a the day reality. that I see, first of all, I have no intention of ever putting my son in a public school no, or a private school. Smart. My, my, my son, That's I, smart. I will allow my son, if he requests to go into yeah, a public school sense. at some point, but I will homeschool him until he chooses to go out yeah, into that public that environment. Sense. Because the day that we have a fucking school resource officer actually shoot a student dead, that's the day that I have to full on, I have to full on mobilized to advocate against this whole school because that would yeah it's getting that would be the that would be the most egregious there's people then there that are tasing is getting uh, there like it's uh, bad enough pedophiles and uh, molesters you know they have those that are currently happening there the people that are supposed to be like security guards you know oh i've heard of that happening to school counselors like school counselors being, you know, people who have been convicted of. Yeah, I mean, in, of, of, of offenses that should disqualify them. Could be That's a lax principle, right? But yeah, there. I've seen an example recently of one that was like somebody who's supposed to be there as, yeah, like, you know, a security guard and he gets confronted about it, the whole situation. And it's just, you know, I mean, it's, it's crazy. You see that kind of stuff and it just yeah. makes you so sick. Imagine if your kid went to the, the fucking school. And like most times, like the call for security in schools, like most things in society, is mostly a call to not acknowledge the problems that are causing the insecurity in the first place. You can't fix the insecurity in schools by putting armed people in them. Yeah. Unfortunately, we got to fix whatever is causing the insecurity in the school. So... What are we scared of in schools? You know what I mean? Like, so, you know what I mean? That's and, and I'm not saying I know what it is. I'm just saying we, that's a discussion to be had. Yeah. Are we scared of school shooters? Well, armed men in, in, in schools don't deter school shooters. So <laughs> that's not, the, you know, <laughs> yeah. what? why are we putting cops in schools? Like, why are we putting armed men in schools? And that's the conversation needs to be had. Because if, if we don't have it, we'll never identify, A, why we're insecure, and B, what the best way of addressing that insecurity is. Because... I'm not going to, one thing I don't want to do is is tell people who are scared, don't be scared. I don't think that's ever worked. Have you ever been scared? And someone says, don't be scared. And you're like, oh, whoo, man, oh, yeah. man, I was so scared till you told me that. Yeah. And you said, don't be scared. And then I wasn't scared. It's never happened. I don't think not once. And so there's, you know, I assume that the reason why they're there is because they're scared people and they're calling for this. Well, let's address their fears. How about we do that? You know, viscerally, so that we don't actually have to get to the point where we're putting fucking armed men in schools who tase young black women. I'm just saying, can I call for that? Can I call for us to not do that? 
Yes. That's okay, fair. cool. We can we get a general consensus that's that fair, yes. that's the bare minimum that yeah. we could fucking do, you know? It's like, I don't know, man. It I it sucks because it's I don't see a lot of the bare minimum being done. So it's like, how can we call for higher shit to get, you know, like how can we say like well, society doesn't function well? Have we even attempted the bare minimum? Not lately. Not really. I think it might have been better. Have we attempted that bare minimum of like protecting black women? Because if we do that and then we're like, man, we tried protecting them and, and, and it was and it didn't work. Then I could say, OK, let's move to the next step. But we haven't even tried that shit. Yeah. So let's do that. Let's protect black young black women in schools primarily by getting the fucking resource officers that brutalize them out of those schools. Like that's the first step. Yeah. That's just crazy. Um, and 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 I, to get back to the original story that I had brought up, the, the Rochester police pepper spraying a nine year old girl and then going on TV to defend it. It's like, you know, I don't even know if you could defund this. Like, right? Like, how do you defund this? How do you defund that? That person, I don't think that at any money level, monetary funding level, is capable of meeting out justice. Any person who's willing to go on TV and defend the pepper spraying of a nine-year-old girl hmm. by a police officer, it's not like she was pepper sprayed by another kid who was playing with, with their parents' pepper spray. No, she was pepper sprayed by a full-grown adult. And the whole situation, like where she was when the whole thing happened. Where was she, she was in the midst of a dramatic situation well, where there was right domestic the violence going the on. Car, she was, I'm right? sorry. I mean, she was right in the and back she was of the handcuffed. car. That's where I saw, you know, and I only saw a clip of it, let's say another 31, 30 seconds of it. And that was roughly what I had seen, though. She was already in the back there. They're tussling with her a little bit. He goes, you know, just go ahead and we're going to, if you don't stop, blah, 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 we're going to spray you. That's what they started by saying. If you don't and want I think pepper spray being in your frank eyes, about it makes them justify, like, we told her we're going to pepper but, spray I her. Mean, yeah, you, you should know. have never threatened to pepper spray her in the first place. It's really fucked up. Like, it's, it's like, how is that? Not, how is that? It's we like, they don't work. see us we as human. They don't see us as human. Yeah. They can, Cause you can't look at a little girl, we gotta keep see her as a human. And, and then, then we have to, obviously what's and our then, choices. Well, we and what differentiates forward. him from other cops? You know what I mean? Like how, how do we differentiate whether you're one of the ones who don't see us as human and whether you're one of the ones who's going to pepper spray a nine year old girl, which means that, you're definitely going to beat the shit out of me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's such a dangerous fucking situation. Yeah, and unfortunately, the problem, like, you know, one of the worst parts is that it's gotten worse, you know? I grew up here. Well, I don't know if it's gotten worse, but it's gotten more obvious. Like, we, we yeah, see it more. Yeah, there You know you what I mean? It's not sundown towns anymore where they are literally lynch you for being out after dark. It's not that bad, but... <laughs> They still will. That's they will beat enough, the fuck out of you, yeah. and they will shoot you dead. But yeah, and it's uh, yeah, I was not expecting this. So to, for it to actually happen is uh, really unfortunate, and it's not a good look here. Yeah, it, it, it's a it's a pretty sad situation in America where that's like the general like they feel justified in defending it. That's what really blows my mind. Not only did it happen, but then this. You, you you got the these guys defending each other like, dude, you can't even fucking condemn the pepper spraying of a nine year old child. You are on. That's why I'm like, it, they're just there's it has to be abolishment because you cannot reform people who are willing to defend that. That's there's that's an un, you know, it's like you can't reform Donald Trump supporters like they mm. they were willing to support insurrection in the Capitol. <laughs> 
They were willing to support fucking conspiracy theory. They elect conspiracy theorists to Congress. They yeah. want to perpetuate this false. Like, nah, you can't reform that shit. Yeah. And, and and it's rife. And yeah. I only, and I only tie true. the two together to say it, it's present at all levels. You know what I mean? Like, yep. you all of it's tied together. With your predators, man. Can't do it. Stop yeah. trying. Yeah, it's it's yeah. present at all so levels. Yeah. But yeah, moving on from that, you know, there wasn't a whole lot going on in politics or. There's a lot going on in politics. It's just not making it. That's just not making it into the news, as I should say. Because listen, <laughs> I am never fooled by the the lack of like movement in the political sphere. And I think that that was Donald Trump's new innovation was that he was just like flooded with noise <laughs> rather than leaving it silent. Yeah. Which I don't know. I don't. Know. I, I don't know which one I prefer. I I would actually just like a functioning government, but. <laughs> It's too much to ask for these days. No, I know, isn't it? Doesn't it feel like it's too much to ask for? Like, well, in America, absolutely, because it's not about having a functioning government. It's about farming the people that live in the country. Like, have it? Has it ever been? Um. Well, not since I've been paying attention. That's a serious question. That's a serious ass question. Because I think times like very OG. I think that at one point, I think because I want to say that in the beginning it was was, started for functioning. Yeah, I believe it genuinely, and and. I'm not that cynical to think that the government was literally started to disenfranchise people. No, I think it I was think after that. the um, internet boom. And the system itself wow, is... so you think it's that recent that the government was subverted? <laughs> um, Not when it was subverted, but when it started... <laughs> when <laughs> the, you um, laughed at me, my nigga, I'm real. <laughs> it's when the... The options for the next levels became available. You feel me? Yeah. Prior to the internet existing, you could only exercise so much controls because you had to mm. do it physically. You had to do it physically in some way. Okay. With for the sure. advent of the internet, and especially with the advent of social media, you no longer need to physically manipulate people in order to manipulate people. Mm. And especially with the 100%. advent of metadata, Donald Trump's Twitter feed is, is is case in point. Yeah, this is off saying. the Bible too, isn't it? If you believe in all that, Ooh, I used to think okay, that. Okay, this thing is spitting fire right now. I used well, to think no, that it, people it were going to perpetuate the Bible's the originator it, of but how it to control legit. multiple people's minds over a long, over a vast uh, amount it of space. Very accurate. You're you're 100 right. Nah, my nigga, you spitting fire. My bad. I'm sitting here talking over you. Go ahead. You're not. That was it. Yeah, you're you're proper, bro. You're yeah. No, but you that's that's but you, here, you, that's that's fire guy. right there. Because yeah. like the Bible was like the original blueprint of affecting multiple people's minds over a large per, a large uh, swath of space. I mean, well, shit. The, the Bible spread across the world and has a whole millions and billions of people yeah. who subscribe to a similar mindset and spinoffs. Got a grip of yeah. spinoffs. You know, the yeah. spinoffs are out of control. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? The Bible set the blueprint for spinoffs? Really? My nigga. What? Oh, man. If Hollywood only realized. Well, people were like, you know what? I like I this part and I like one. this part. But I don't really fuck with that part. But I like this part right here. So we're going to recreate all go. those parts in this new part that just embodies the other characters in this me? new scenario. Yo, guys. This rock Boom, told bitches. me that I'm supposed to lead this religion. You guys cool with that, right? Bro. <laughs> Surprised they're not starting more religions. I mean, how many days. denominations of Christianity are there? Like, there's hundreds, right? Bruh. Hundreds. One hundreds. Spinoff, yo. Christ- Christians originated the spinoff. Go figure. 
I would have thought it was was a struggle too. No, it wasn't always easy. No, (laughs) No. don't forget about the struggle, especially for the rest of the world. It it was most (laughs) difficult for the rest of the world. The crusades, though, the crusades was a little rough, you know. But we got through it. Anybody's gonna play for my mistakes. It's gonna be you. I mean, we got through it. I'm just saying. Yeah, that's probably one of the. the, We call those growing pains, Tyler. You know what I mean? Nothing but growing. Making other people pay for your mistakes. God, I get high off that shit. There's nothing more. There's nothing like more indicative of the church than getting like high off of other people getting punished for your mistakes. Like that's just crazy. It hurts. But yeah. Um. Damn. How do we even get? Off? <laughs> um. Moving on into some politics shit. Uh, do you see the uh, the Biden administration has been continuing its assault on Venezuela? That Mm-mm. shit has been problematic to me because um I don't understand 100% why America has such a hard on for Venezuela. Mm. Venezuela resources probably cantaloupes. Something I don't like think that. that pillaging South America for resources is the lick anymore because yeah. that's not the economy. Okay, <laughs> pillaging South America for resources was the lick for the American government back when agriculture was the mainstay of all all of the economies. Yeah. But actually the mainstay of most economies is food shortages. Like if you could like cause food deserts in some areas mm-hmm. and like provide all of the, the nutritive food in one area, yeah, that makes sense. that's the, the best model for food distribution yeah, right. for capitalists. Yeah. So it, it doesn't pay anymore to like squeeze South American countries for resources because like, Agriculture really isn't the lick anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it doesn't make sense to me why they're still attacking. Does it have to do with the whole communist thing and all that? They're not communists. I, I mean, mean, I think, know, they, I yeah, think they're kind socialist. of radicalism. They're radical socialists, I guess, if you want to say the word. They're worst. just trying to influence shit, you know? I guess. Like I mean, America has a hard on fingers. for fucking over South American countries, but like Venezuela is a really it. big country and it requires a lot of resources yeah. for them to continually fu- try to like sanction. And like they, it literally doesn't make sense to me because they would actually make more money doing business with with Venezuela. Yeah. Like if they would just, that's fair. Stop sanctioning them and yeah. actually do business with Venezuela. But then the problem is having too market. much money, also, right? Because that's why they're just. But they just they just like, they refuse to let the Venezuelan government flourish at all. Yeah, to the point where they backed the coup. We've got and to now, exercise like, our even resources, the Biden administration. Right? The reason that this came across my radar is because the Biden administration recently reaffirmed support of Guaido, Juan Guaido. Who is a coup president? Yeah. He is not the real president. Like he's not the recognized president of Venezuela. Yeah. The Venezuelan people don't recognize him, but yet the American people keep trying to install him as mm-hmm. a as yeah, a, a president. And it's and been ongoing now. It's on, yeah, it's been an ongoing issue for sure. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Sorry, I, I keep yelling over you, but this the situation oh, is so bullshit. It's like I don't understand what is what are they gaining? Because like. My whole thing is, is like, usually it's like, get to the bottom of the money, right? Who's making money? Where's the money at? Is there a market there? Is there a market that we can make money off of? If we can, then let's do it. You know what I mean? Like, it's usually like a very clear line of logic to follow, like, why things are happening in the world. But it's like, in Venezuela, none of that lines up. Well, how about the, just the exercise and the resources part? What are, you know, their whole operation there? 
I don't know if their resources are worth gathering. Like, there is oil. Well, there. I mean, just to utilize the ones that we already have. What do you mean? Like, a, let's say, do an operation for the sake of having the ability to do one. So you see an opportunity oh, just to have there. an enemy, just that, yeah, because like that. the military and co- uh, industrial complex is yeah, something that needs to utilize like its power. I mean, maybe. I mean, it's something it's a good enemy to, to have because it's because a self sufficient. What's one. going on down there? You, know, you can continually like, attack Venezuela, and Venezuela will probably survive. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, some of Venez- the last prominent do- things I heard down there related to drugs was even. I mean, this has been ongoing for let's say the past five, mm-hmm. ten years or whatever. Then, but like. Uh, even the whole cocaine thing moving from Colombia further down south towards like Peru and you know countries like that. They probably the have to move to Venezuela at some point, right? Yeah. This was like the last kind of even, and let's say that that's something they can pursue, right? Is they still okay. have justification to hunt for? Okay. Yeah. There's a war on drugs, I guess. Yeah, it's still going on. So like that kind of shit, I could see. Okay. And that's some region and some, uh, you know, that's a drug thing. Specifically, then you add the Venezuela part in there. It's like, what else do they have? I guess the amount of resources we waste on on the amount of not only resources but political capital, because that's what really kills me. Is because the whole thing that cued me into this was was um the Biden administration uh, trying to recognize Juan Guaido as the president and still labeling and sanctioning Venezuela as a terrorist as a I'm not sure what their designation is, but exactly, as a but as an enemy state, yeah. I that overall I don't even if even if so what you're saying that I'm, I'm assuming from from what you said they're trying to present them as a narco state that doesn't even well, that not for stand. Venezuela though not to me no I'm saying that the areas like Peru. I've heard that that's what they're doing. But that's yeah, but that Peru's not even or which makes sense that they could keep doing that exactly. But in Venezuela, that's like their other option, which comes down to yeah, their whole socialist, communist dictatorship, whatever they got going on there, the whole coup and everything. Yeah, like so those are easy excuses to swoop in and also do the whole America thing, and we're gonna. But yeah, I think that <laughs> I, I think at this point we can we can critique them and say, hey, you know what that. The vast majority of people don't find that as an acceptable. That's not American exceptionalism is not an acceptable reason to 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 make movements in the foreign countries yeah. that are trying to establish their government. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's been. I mean, it's been fucked up too. That's why because there are people here that obviously that are Venezuelan that speak out about oh, no, the issue. A, I know we have a decent side, especially being from South yeah, or yeah. not being from. But I mean, living I know in a South couple Florida, of Venezuelan. People there's a Venezuelan immigrant po- and, yeah. population for sure. Because yeah. like. And there's some Venezuela is not so... hard to get to Florida from Venezuela. No. You know so, what I mean? So I understand. It's relative mm-hmm. and it's been messed up for a while now. It's another issue of a lot of ongoing issues. Also, but it's been messed know? up because of American interference. Like, it, yeah. like since the, since the late, since the end of the 1990s into the 2000s, America has actively stuck their dick in fucking Venezuela. And I don't know for what though. Yeah. Like what is, like what, are, what is, what is the payoff? You know what I mean? Like, I get it, like, I don't know. It just seems like the typical, you know, oh, they did it for the money just doesn't apply here. Yeah. I don't see what's going on. You know what I mean? Like, yes, you get to to, to perpetuate a lot of things with the military industrial complex. You get to, you know, you get to, to, to exercise American exceptionalism in South America, but those aren't profitable no more, man. They really aren't. Like, they're a money sink for taxpayers. They're a money sink for NGOs. They're a money they sink just, for everyone. They got to get some new age boys in there. 
That's where the problem is. <laughs> oh, is that was is that was gonna do it? It's some young boys in there. Get some young homies in there, the young boys. Teach the military some shit these days. That would be funny. They couldn't trust us with the budget. Oh, <laughs> we'd be getting too many rocket launchers. Man, oh, no come on, it, man. <laughs> Yo, you know niggas love the rocket launcher. Come on, nah. But it, I, honestly, I think that uh, it's going to be interesting because Bernie Sanders was named the um, budget chairman. Yeah, the budget chairman. <laughs> and so, what? yeah, military? the budget. No, no, no. The budget <laughs> chairman like, what? in Congress. <laughs> And so he, I believe, does have some say over the military budget, and so hopefully we'll get a we'll get a little bit uh, we'll get a little bit of more fiscal responsibility from that. But yeah, I just I thought it was I thought it was odd that Biden administration chose to to continue the American aggression against Venezuela when there's there's so many other foreign policy objectives that that could really um, use their attention and that you know this is not an active enemy you know this is not somebody who's sending people you know venezuela is not sending anyone here to hurt america there's people fleeing mm-hmm. venezuela to america because of the misinformation that they received did he have but, any reasoning to go with it did they have any i don't like I, I that's not the type of thing they generally tell the public yeah the reason they were asked a question about the sanctions on Venezuela, and they stated their position. There was no reasoning that, from from what I heard from the um the uh, the press release that that I was listening to, they might have said something, but I doubt it. They don't seem to to really be speaking a lot on that. Nah, that's way over your very grade. It's yeah. classified information as why they're doing specific things like that. They probably wouldn't give you the real answer anyway. Yeah. yeah. But I, 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 you know, another thing that I've been trying to figure out um, is what is the the political obsession with with opening, reopening schools in public, like in person, and not spending time in investing in remote learning. It I thought seem- they were doing that. It it seems like the remote learning is actually the more. For every part of their of their scheme of public education, whether it's the control of knowledge distrib- distribution, whether it's making or targeted knowledge distribution, making sure they are controlling who knows what, it just seems like the the uh, online education would be more in line with the goal of the American government's education policy. Hmm. And instead what you see is they're trying to force schools to reopen in person when honestly when you look at the 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 uh people who are most susceptible to the pandemic. Now, do I there's a tons of disinformation going on about the pandemic. Well, the few things that we can ratify like we have data on and we know is that young people transmit it the most and old people die from it the most and schools are the place where the youngest people meet with the oldest people mm-hmm. it just seems like a bad idea like for the rest of things it's kind of i'm kind of a mixed bag like yeah maybe you shouldn't have shut down like 
restaurants and things like that wasn't the real danger. Yeah. But schools were definitely a very valid, like when you're just looking at the demographics of the endangered people and how they're endangered, schools were the optimal place to shut down. And that's the place where, where you should be focusing things like getting your vaccines. Yeah, but teachers are not high on the list of 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 workers to get vaccines. We do know that, like they're like not even considered essential. I heard they're teachers. doing it by age now. Oh, are they? No, they were not doing it by age at first. No, but they could back be by then, now. But yeah, yeah, that's what I heard recently. Now is you know again they're always changing the shit too because that's a part of the problem is that they're saying that, but then tomorrow they're gonna say that they're it's by just, your yeah. occupation again. <laughs> like it's all been messed up like that, right? So, yeah, there's been this big federal push to reopen schools, but nobody's... A t- and, and and I'm not even a huge proponent of the vaccine, but what I am a proponent of is do whatever the fuck we can do to keep the people who are most at risk safe, okay? Yeah. And one thing I do know about epidemiology is that controlled infection is a very valid way of building some kind of resistance. Yeah. And so vaccination is exactly that. It's a controlled infection. Yeah. It's supposed to be. Yeah. And 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 as long as we're not using the, the 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 mRNA vaccinations and we're using the more traditional vaccinations, which I am not a huge proponent of, but I am willing to support. Yeah. Give the at least the, come on, can we at least do something like come on guys? The very least we could do is give the most efficacious vaccine to teachers if we're gonna if we're going to acknowledge the statistics that say that they are literally if we open up schools they will be the literally most at risk demographic not yeah. people in nursing homes and I was gonna... it's the people it's the young people who transmitted asymptomatically. Yeah. Transmitting to the older people Dude, have who you are seen overpopulating stats? our education system. Have you I'm seen sorry. stats on it? Like what the percentage is, like, okay, like even if they, let's say, because they shut the schools down, right? So they weren't doing experiments, but I'd imagine in certain places they were able to gather certain uh, percentages of like how much of it was being transmitted. What I heard from restaurants when they shut them down back in Thanksgiving, you know, here in LA was that it was like a 10 to 15% is what they had gathered, whoever, you know, did this little study from outdoor dining and that didn't seem like enough to me personally to justify shutting down no it definitely was not so but but, but did they have any kind with schools i guess it's not that hard to imagine like what you're saying makes sense but how much of it would be transmitted directly from them being in schools some of them i think Mm -hmm. are convinced that they can do that in a safe way i 100 percent agree with you the 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 heavy-handed approach to the restaurant industry i don't think was the way to go Yeah, no. but the we have health codes the restaurant industry was never the industry we should have been using as a litmus test hmm. because the health, the, the dining industry is relatively, eh, it's, I mean, <laughs> it might have its issues, but it's more sanitary <laughs> than most of the under, other industries. Yeah. I will say that the dining industry is 95 more percent more sense. sanitary than our schools. Fair. You know what I mean? And like nobody's in there. You know what I mean? And, and even, if our, even if our dining industry and our restaurant industry is trash at doing their jobs, there's still going to be way more 
clean than our schools. Yeah. Like, come on, let's That's talk fair. about it. Like, we're talking about people a place don't clean where... the chairs in between classes and shit like that, right? And we didn't no, even think about that back in the day because we didn't care. Was time to do so that? So did we think about it even, right? So yeah, I so, didn't give a shit so, in high school. So the Who's idea been, that we I mean, set I guess our you standard. might think about it once or twice, but you know, you're gonna sit in the seat. No, hundred percent. No, like. the fact that we set our standard off of restaurants <laughs> is ridiculous. We should have set our standards <laughs> off of the most vulnerable people, which were schools, and say, hey, okay, what we should do is we should shut down schools and we should open up things that are more safe than schools. How about yeah. that? Instead of saying that dining at the restaurants are going to be our standard, which is hard to get cleaner than a restaurant. Like, I don't know any supermarket that's cleaner than my restaurant or mm. the, re- the restaurants I eat at. Yeah. No, never. You know, and I'm not saying that they're super perfect. I'm just saying that in relation to the things that we considered essential, it just wasn't done correctly at all. It wasn't done with any kind of mindfulness. Yeah. You know, we shouldn't be sending them back kids to school, but we also should not be shutting down restaurants. Those are not the same thing. We have to have an understanding and nuanced approach to how we deal with, you know, how we conduct ourselves in the presence of a, of a virus that could be communicated through people who are healthy to people who are not healthy. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know, man. Just be responsible. You know, <laughs> I, but that's all I've advocated. Be yeah. responsible and you'll be okay. Yeah. And, and maintain your personal health. <laughs> now you're asking a lot. <laughs> Cause if you, if you're unhealthy to begin with COVID going to fuck you up, just saying. Yeah. Well, that's what I've heard too. The whole underlying health conditions. And I mean, it just seems like it can be different for everyone. You know, that's yeah. another weird, mm-hmm. just part of the whole thing. It's like you really don't know until you know it happens. And That's even facts. like, yeah, like for me so far, nothing. Don't think I ever had it. Okay. That's good. Uh, yeah, you, but have you taken tests? Haven't ever. Nope. Not one. You've never taken any tests? Not test. a one. Well, that, that's the thing is you don't know if you've been asymptomatic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's weird. But yeah, and like uh, about, it was in January of last year, my sister mm-hmm. and my mom came into LA and town, they were here. And she, my sister did start to have some kind of like, I guess a sickness that doesn't seem natural, right? Kind of different type of sick thing. Mm-hmm. And as we look back at it, that it was like, oh yeah, maybe that did happen. The only part that wouldn't really make sense then is that we were definitely in the proximity for an extended amount of time. Mm-hmm. And then it would have been the case then that my mom and I both didn't have any symptoms. Uh, that part seems a little. Well, you know, honestly, but, I, I didn't, I didn't yeah. plan to talk about this, but uh, you know, I, I don't mind throwing it out there. Like, yeah, I've, you know, and we originally had planned to to have you on a while back, yeah. but yeah, we had COVID enter my household. Yeah, and so you know, we had to be safe and clean and 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 get tested and everything and. Yeah. You know, Carolina was the only one who had minor symptoms. Kendrick is, was safe the whole time, never exhibited nice. anything. We monitor, I monitored him personally, yeah. you know, to make sure that he never had any mes- respiratory issues. I myself didn't re- didn't exhibit anything and we didn't mm-hmm. we didn't like quarantine from her. Yeah. No, she got it. She felt bad for yeah. a little while. And it wasn't How did even she bad, bad. initially it find out about it? Or like what well, was... Well, uh... the thing is, is that Carolina frequently takes tests because she's yeah. the one who leaves the house. And so anytime yeah, she yeah. feels any any type of way, yeah, exactly. like she's taking several tests. Don't even get it twisted, my nigga. Because yeah. she knows that she, she lives with people who are not at high risk. So if yeah. it comes into our house, it's her. 
who brought it you know what i mean yeah. and so she frequently took tests to make sure that and so you know she found out to like as soon as she got it i see i see that you know sense. what i mean yeah. and so she she felt a little bit she went immediately took a test got diagnosed she found out she was positive we said okay well, if we start to exhibit symptoms, we'll, we'll, we'll you know, start to take precautions. Mm-hmm. I never exhibited symptoms. Kendrick mm-hmm. never exhibited yeah, symptoms. She got over her symptoms within three days. The mm-hmm. only thing that persists is that she doesn't have her sense of smell back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I hear that in general, it seems like that's, those are the distinctive the parts, I feel like, that, that last. Those seem pretty distinctive, too, from what I've noticed. It seems like people that get it, the whole smell, uh, taste thing seems pretty common and the fact that it also is she got her taste extended. back she lost her taste for a little bit of time but she got it back yeah because i don't have not know, had an like, experience of losing so. my taste it's funny rico did you dodge the rona so far presumably yeah and no tests definitely not yeah and you know you what I, you know here's the thing too right i was close to it i had Rico, one i had one. Swap, nigga. i i saw that you guys had that, that as a title up, too funny <laughs> shit. i seen the title i saw I the title that anybody accepted that i saw the like, title hey it's in my lungs but can you test my butthole for me <laughs> yeah i didn't want to that was I'm one of those i didn't want to believe that happened a con nigga Cooks are cons, nigga. That is con, nigga. <laughs> Dude's the biggest pervert I'm ever. Sorry. No, no, I'm sorry. That is We're so wild to me. They're twisting people's buttholes. Yeah, I mean, you know, again, that was one of the guys that I... Did you get your butthole tested? I'm not going to China, if that's what you're asking. No, I'm not. Well, not anytime I'm, soon. Wait, you don't think they don't... They won't, oh, test <laughs> they won't test your butthole in America? They will test your butthole in America, I promise you. <laughs> I haven't been in the situation yet, thank God. They will test your they butthole will, They will, they will, I've heard stories, or I've seen things, or What is going on? I just, okay, it's gone off the rails. Oh, yeah, this man. Is good. That's hilarious. This is good. No, nah, but I was trying to ask Rico, like, if you dodge it, that's good. And I was saying for him, he's, you know, like, not getting the test part. Okay, yeah, I was like, I was close to doing it. I had... Reference to get one, and then at the last moment, I felt like they're asking for too much information. On the last page, I had to put my social security, and I was like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> no, and no, I just no, don't want to just thing. submit my. No, so I'm with you, like, though, my nigga. I'm with you, though. Yo, there's the another con artist move yeah. right there. The so, funny part is, yo, I need your social nah, security well, number to treat your respiratory. I just had to wait. They can't swab your social security number for COVID, can they? Fuck. What they need that for? Fuck what they they're trying to track you, you right? is the other part they're gonna track you so yeah i mean That's the whole hilarious. thing you know i would at least yeah not no, online but they not her. through just a little you want to know yeah. what's you know funny your iphone you know, told you, you that it's funny because it was we know like, that what out. la was doing when she got covid and she, she tested positive she knew they submitted her information so she just left her phone at home for 14 days that's smart she just didn't like we went mad places nigga <laughs> no I'm joking I'm joking I'm joking nah nah she's not a super spreader I promise you Carolina's that's not crazy. a super spreader I'm just joking alright let's wrap it up before I'm like I started stupid. like leaving my phone at home when I go to places if I know I, if I know I won't need it on my no, way there shit. are you kidding me I, I, stop, I don't play I mobile games anymore me. so I don't even look at my phone yeah. Carolina look yo my yo was that nigga? not the last topic yo, too she, is there a brief video game topic Oh, why should there be? No, I was just, it was like, you know, you could say it's a joke too, but I know the video game part, you guys don't got no video game thing to talk about? Not today, there's no Okay. That's no, what oh, I figured. Um, I, I mean, the only thing up. is, they finally I'm announced interested. the um, Mass Effect uh, remastered trilogy. That's pretty much the only thing I got as far That remastered trilogy is going to be fire, but Andromeda is not going to be part of that? Get the fuck out of life. 
Nah, but see, did it? Did, was there storyline in Andromeda? No, Andromeda was its was an aberration, man. Oh, it, it's not even a part oh, of the wow. trilogy. They what happened was they like the main people of Mass Effect left after the trilogy, and they were on to do bigger and better things. But Bioware still wanted to. Oh yeah, they wanted the know, milk they wanted the cash cow. Yeah, oh, milk that so cow. they got like golden udders. <laughs> they got what? like a secondary Can you imagine team. Golden udders. That'd be so oh, gross. They actually, yeah, that's right. They got the DLC team to try to make the entire game. Wow! Off, um, get the off, fuck out of my off, face. Uh, if get you guys the, are gonna be mad at me, I don't know get Mass Effect all the way out of my face. I don't know Mass Effect that well either. I know I mean, the name. That was the perfect time. But I can tell it's legit. I can tell it's no, and that's exactly why I wanted to bring it up. That's the funny part. That's why I wanted to bring it up. Cause yeah, I don't even play them like that, but I respect you guys out here. No, thank you. I appreciate that. We gotta earn this gaming tag somehow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like no, the people man. I work with, man. In general, I've been impressed as I get older. The more people our age, that's still the, the video game world is still super Nigga, I'm real. Heavy into video it's games. more real now than it's ever been. Even obviously, Absolutely. kids well, are and, getting and contracts. especially now that niggas lose billions of dollars fucking with GameStop. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> perfect. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, I mean that's corny ass niggas. I was almost trying to stay away from like, you know, as that was developing, I said, okay, interesting. But, you know, I was not a headline thing. And as it kept popping up, the GameStop thing and the GameStop no, thing and the GameStop significance of it. If you had expendable and income money, and you could play with the market, GameStop was great. But like black people don't have expendable income. It was not a phenomenon that was designed for black people to really that. fuck with. You know what I mean? Like it was <laughs> yeah, not. We didn't start it. We aren't the wave of it. Like, if it's a wave of entertainment, that's black people. But like stock market waves, I'm sorry, but they just they're not meant for black people. We aren't positioned well to know about them and get on them good. Like, yeah. and 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 there's a niche of being the only black person who knows about <laughs> that kind of stuff. No, yeah. there's a niche for it. For sure. I'm just saying, they're I'm not out in it. Yeah. Only because I don't believe in the fundamental structure of the stock market. And like, it's understandable why you wouldn't be in it. Yeah, exactly. Because I think that the lucrativeness of it, I get that when I first Absolutely. understood the concept of the, it. The idea it of investing is very sound. <laughs> yeah. But when Unfortunately, it supports it, a finance market that is corrupting yeah, our society. It's a problem. So unless we're going to find a way to fundamentally counteract that, I'm not going to support people investing, even though, yes. It is the best way to make your entire your retirement. I'm not gonna lie. And if I ever get enough money to invest, I probably will invest. Yo, don't forever forget Karl Marx made most of his money right in the now. stock market. The same capitalist stock market that he fought tooth and nail to subvert with socialism. So yeah. I understand you know, the idea that the stock market can with. be corrupting, but it is also if you choose to live in a society that has one, it's the best way of creating capital without having to directly like work the fucking fields to could, do so you could yeah, liken man, it to not like liking a, not liking a sword and not using a sword are two completely different things i could hate swords but i can be very good with yeah. yeah true gotta get out and of yeah, that binary could, thinking that's a great fucking analogy i love that analogy yeah but yeah could, we're gonna go ahead and wrap them up on that we appreciate you guys go ahead uh what are you doing uh tyler you got anything in the makes right now um, in the makes, like you know, just no general photography, which general you got going shit on. going on these days. It's everything's going quick, but yeah, you know, I'm uh, I'd, uh as far as like shout outs and all that goes. No, nah, I don't got any of that. You well, know, no, shout I mean, out to the you, fam. You got your your photography you're doing. If you check out his Instagram, he's got tons of yeah of yeah. If you guys for... want to check out the Instagram, it's Tyler with uh, no E and then Perez. 
So yeah, that's Tyler Perez is the Instagram. Definitely got the photos going up on their video, stuff like that kind of content. Yeah, and it's a private page too, but you know, for now I keep it private. I guess recently I've been thinking on making a public page because I probably should do that. It's up to you, yeah. Yeah, but it's a, like a public private kind of page. So, you know, if you <laughs> check it out, still, yeah, hit the link. Otherwise, the photography is dope, yeah. I've seen it, yeah. It's a lot brand, of yeah. LA cityscapes with, with, with cars and, yeah, and a lot of the road life, the stuff, you know, as yeah. a focus. Yeah, it's been it's been really good. So yeah, I mean, I think a, definitely a highlight is the cars out here in the LA scene is it's still strong. It's still super strong. So that's definitely going on. That's and otherwise, up. yeah, just keep supporting the restaurants out here. Then all the good ones, right? That's yeah, 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 we're out here. Yeah, maybe maybe today. maybe Tyler get us uh, some dinners at Nobu that we could offer up to some of the the fine listeners. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll see what's going nah, on. I'm just joking. I'm using that fun one to spot for that. <laughs> But yeah, that's what's up. You can follow us on the Instagram at Heron's Home Podcast. You can find me on Twitter at Karee underscore T and at Home Heron. You can catch me on Instagram at Rico underscore G Sound. Yeah, so thanks for joining us, guys. Hope you enjoyed, and I'll catch you on the next one. Have a great time. Always remember, time is only wasted if you choose to waste it. So learn from your mistakes. It's the only thing you ever will learn from. Have a good one, guys. Peace. Take it easy. Peace, guys. Thanks for having me up. Thanks for coming, man.